Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Once again, I'm Chris Witt. As always, across from me, Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, almost a Gadam Schmidt today. Mm-hmm. Adam, how are you? It's with a capital G. Gadam. Gadam Schmidt. Gadam Schmidt. Uh-huh. Capital G, uh, lowercase a, capital D, I lowercase like am. Yeah. That sounds good. I'm, I'm uh, fine with that. Lower- but uh, I'm doing very well. How are good. you? Uh, if I was any better, I'd be you. Any better, I'd be you. So we got a lot of stuff going on today. Actually, we don't have a lot of stuff. There's not a ton of things going on. The Super Bowl is coming. Uh, we're we're you know getting into the thick of things in the NBA. Uh, there's some you know some fun hot stove baseball out there. Uh, a lot if you're a Reds fan. Um, uh, a little if you're an MLB fan in general because everything's waiting on this uh, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado deal. But uh, we've got some things we're going to get out there for you today uh, on the on those fronts. And uh, as always, you can catch us on all the fine platforms every Wednesday night live, 10.30-ish. Uh, a little late today. 10.30-ish uh, on Facebook Live. Uh, you catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, CastBox. Listen, uh, share it, uh, like it, hit the subscribe button. Leave a comment. Let us know what you think. And, uh, yeah, what do you think? Uh, even negative feedback. If you have negative oh, yeah. feedback, give it to us. We I actually get... would prefer negative <laughs> feedback. Well, because we want to get better. Well, I want to get better, and I like to laugh at things. So yeah. you're not going to hurt my feelings. We are, we are both very self-deprecating people, so we, <laughs> no, we'll take any criticism. Anything you say, I guarantee we've already talked about it. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. All right, so uh, – Let's uh let's go ahead and, and kick it off, man. Let's get started. We're gonna we're gonna start off with the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So the Patriots and the Rams kicking it off uh six thirty, I believe, Sunday. What's your uh, what's your what's your first take on what's gonna happen in this game? It's hard for me to uh not feel like it's gonna be, you know, Patriots magic like it has been so many times. Um you know, it seems like, okay, when is it finally going to be where Bra- – and he's lost in the Super Bowl before, but when is Brady finally going to break down and and not be this guy that, that always has something up his sleeve, that always finds a way to win big games? And uh, and when is Bill Belichick ever going to get uh, outcoached? You know, it's just the, their organization, it's one of uh, – you either love it or you hate it. And it's I know that's cliche, but it really is the truth, I feel like. I mean, I'm I'm really one of the few people I feel like is kind of in the middle. Like I don't really I don't have a problem with the Patriots. Right. But I'm not in love with them. I appreciate um and really have a lot of respect for the kind of you know, their success over so many years now. Um, especially with you have those to. two. You, you have, have to, to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, these uh so uh you know, how a team can be the best i mean this is the greatest dynasty nfl's ever had and it longest lasting at least uh they maybe not you know consecutive by by season three straight wins or anything like that in the super bowl but just length of dynasty this is this is the best that there's ever been mm-hmm. somehow tom brady is still able to get this team tom brady and bill belichick are still able to make this team believe that they're can in the underdog effect like they're the underdog they're out here. We're still here. Chance. By the way, Tom Brady. Did you hear the pep rally before they left for Atlanta? I don't think I did. Tom Brady grabs the mic and he says, 
let's just let them all know we're still here we're and he starts chanting we're still here worst ever chant i've ever seen in my life there's guys behind him smiling like chuckling <laughs> with their snapchat going on on oh my god it was hilarious look he's a dorky dad he's in his he, 40s man. dude he is too he is definitely a dorky dad but good for him you know he's able to get these people to truly truly believe stupid phone to truly believe that they are uh underdogs still and uh you know good for them they're definitely not the underdog in this right I don't know, are they? I haven't looked at the line or anything, actually. Um, I don't know, but I wouldn't think so. I, the Rams, honestly, top to bottom, probably a better team. But The I, Rams I, are getting two and a half uh, uh, by my standards right now. Not by my standards, but by what I'm looking at here. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, but still, I just don't – I can't imagine – I can't imagine a way that they can feel like they're actually the underdog. There's no way they actually feel that way. I imagine they're a the, lot of a lot of the Rams have never been to the Super Bowl. A lot of their players, I mean. Um, so I and you know uh, certainly Brady and Belichick are the most experienced in the playoffs and oh, Super no Bowl. No doubt, of these anybody. two are these two are crazy. I mean, is so okay. So this is something I saw earlier today, and I kind of like the question. Who do you give most of the credit to? Is it Belichick or Brady? I was actually thinking about that yesterday. So Mike Vick, Drew Brees, Tom Brady all came out of the same draft. You think you you think that I, you're telling me that if Drew Brees was on this team, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same dynasty? See, I I do think that that it would be Drew Brees. I agree, especially Drew Brees. But a guy like Brees or even a Mike Vick, I, I, well, I don't know, maybe, but still. I, I feel He's probably the most talented of the yeah, three for sure. I feel like I feel like Belichick is the one. Now, don't get me wrong, Brady is magical, and I'm not taking anything away from that dude because he is proven to be, you know, the best quarterback of all time. And uh, I mean, you can say whatever you want. He's he's put up the big numbers. He's put up little numbers with with terrible receivers, big numbers with big receivers. He's done everything there is won five super bowls when a man can walk up to you and flash his palm and he's got rings on all four fingers and a thumb uh, that's as legit as it gets right there brother and he touches the ball every single time on offense yep yep i 100 agree with you brady is I, I mean i don't know if i like i feel like i would actually want to sit down and go through through the numbers of all the great quarterbacks of all time before I really say for sure. Ah, come but on, most, man. It's hot, take, people, it's hot take media, dude. I, <laughs> Don't study. You just say what you want to say. I know. I know. I have trouble with that, though. But um, I'm, a, I'm a planner. But anyway, the uh, I, I'm, I'm 100% in agreement with you, though. I, I do agree that I think it's a little bit more Belichick. Um, but but it's – I mean, it's really the duo. It's, it's really – the two of them together making up the success. But look, I, it, because I, I consider it, uh, you know, close to the same thing as the Spurs. Um, sure. Popovich, yeah, Popovich and that. their front office have been in place for 20 years, and they've been really good for 20 years. They they had t Tim Duncan most of that time, but they cycled through several players, and even there were times where Duncan missed time, Listen, Ginobili missed time, gotta, Parker missed time. You still got to put a team around it. Look at LeBron; he's the greatest player of all time. He's been to however many, 
however many you like i threw that in there <laughs> i do <laughs> i don't think i didn't catch it <laughs> i can see it in your eyes you about you about wore me out right there uh but you know lebron is the greatest player of his era and he uh has had bad teams around him he can he can you he can only get you so far you still have to have the team and a coach and and people in place to take you the rest of the way so you know chicken before the egg egg before the chicken Okay. <laughs> I don't know how that works. No, uh, yep, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, you ever I think smelled a some... rotten egg? Yes. So, have you ever... Oh, man, I should have saved this somehow for swipe left, swipe right. But just a real quick crazy question. Throw it I out there. I just randomly thought about this. Uh, so, have you ever farted and had it smell so bad that you puked? <laughs> no. No, swipe left, I've never done that. It's happened to me. Wow! Yeah, like recently? Oh no, no, no! It's been uh-huh. it's been quite a while ago, but uh, yeah, I was actually driving in a car. Yeah, let one love is letting them go. It was real funny how smelly they were you, that day. You do a lot of stuff in your I car. I was in the back seat. No, it was in the back seat. It wasn't my car. Oh. It was my sister in law's car. And uh, yeah, totally let one go. That was a little too raunchy, <laughs> even for me. Yacked it up all it outside. It made you throw oh, up. Yacked it up all outside the car. Wow! Yeah. So there were other people in the car with you. Yeah. And they did not get sick. No, just me. You, know how, you that, know how my weak stomach is, man. I'm, but, a, I'm a little. I got a little baby girl stomach. But that's odd though, because usually you are the most. Um, you are the most used to your own. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? You're 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 immune to your own most uh, of the time, well, more than other people. You would be most of the time, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, brother, you, not even you are immune to stenches. Yeah. Of my rectum, you get a special one in there. Sometimes. I get I get some special ones every now and okay. then. All right, I can't. Yeah, can't say I've. Hey, I just thought about that. that. I don't know why. You know, the rotten eggs or something. Just all of a sudden, I was like, oh man. One time I farted and I made myself puke. <laughs> Somewhere, Bobby Edwards is rolling his eyes and saying, "Not another." No, yes, not another poop story. All right, so anyway, uh, back to the Super Bowl. Uh, So then what do the Rams need to do? I think if any team is set up to beat New England, I think think this Rams team, even with Goff and as bad as Goff is, you know, if you look at the numbers, as bad as he's looked, he's really made a few really nice throws um, since they've been in the playoffs. But it's the defense. You got to – you got to – everybody – it's always – you got to have pressure in Tom Brady's face. That's always a big thing. Nobody slides in the pocket better. But when you can't come up in the pocket and you have to get out of the pocket, that's where Tom Brady is not very good at. And they have the best defensive tackle in all of football. And uh, that's the guy. I mean, to me, Aaron Donald is the difference maker in this. If they, If the Patriots can find a way to get quick, outside, uh, I don't know, screen passes or dump passes off to James White. Uh, James White, I saw somewhere he averages more yards per catch than like Antonio Brown and Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, you, you name uh, a, a somebody that you would think would be high on that list, Julio Jones, and he averages more uh, yards after the catch, and he catches the ball on average two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Wow. Yeah. How about that's that? an impressive stat. You like that? I'm yeah. Mr. Stat Guy today. That's pretty I feel that's like Adam nice. Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't know that one. So, so anyway, what so. The, that's what they're going to have to do, though. So it's going to be a chess match because it's going to be can Donald get to him, and if he does start getting to him, can Brady get to that checkdown receiver that that you know uh, quick outside throws because he's not going to be able to throw that over the middle Tony Romo call calling the play all day long to Julian Edelman down the uh, in the seam. So it's going to have to be something outside, and if they can contain that mm-hmm. on the outside. I really do think the Rams could do something. You get Gurley and and uh, the bowling ball, bowling ball and knives. Uh, C.J. Anderson yeah. running down. Uh, it could. I think they. That's the other thing too. Got to keep Brady off the field. Yeah, and they have the running back to do it. Time of possession will be a big deal. Yep. It's going to be. I, I think that this team is set up to do it. Do would I ever pick a team over New England? No, there's no chance. I'm not saying I love New England. I think, New, or do, nor do I think New England is like some great. They 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 mean nothing to me. Mm-hmm. The Patriots do, except for it's fun to see a dynasty. I do like that, but I, there's no way I'd pick against them. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same. I think we think exactly the same on everything in this in this regard. There you go uh, for the Super Bowl. So, so here you go, hot take, Chris. Ready yep. for this? Yes, I'm ready. This is my hot take of the day. Uh, I believe Rob Gronkowski had three touchdowns this year. Okay. He's going to have three touchdowns in this game. Wow. How about them apples? I mean, people are talking about him possibly retiring after this game. Yeah. Well, he ain't retiring. Brady Brady said there's a zero chance of him retiring. As long as Brady's coming back, Gronk's going to come back. I'll tell you that. Gronk will retire when Brady retires. Gronk has had a lot more – that issues did. with injuries, though. Sure, but I mean, look at him this year. They not a lot of receptions. They, you know, kept him inside a lot of blocking. People talking about how unbelievable of a blocker he has become. Not become, but just is, is. because he's done it more this year. And, and and you know that keeps him from getting those big hits. I'm sure it still sucks trying to block, you know, a defensive end. Yeah. But at the same good luck time, with Donald and Sue and yeah, but those at, guys. at the same time, yeah, two really good defensive tackles. So he probably isn't going to have to block them, but probably not. Um, I was trying to mess with you, but you don't really care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, but I think that if they continue to limit his reps and just use him in you know crunch time opportunities, like he had a few really big catches in that uh, in the in the AFC Championship game. So I think that's how it goes. I think that's how they're going to use him. Yeah. Yep. Four catches. Know. Three touchdowns. Ooh, wow. Big big red zone. Big red zone guy. Okay. I don't I, think I'm going out on a limb on that, do you? Three touchdowns sounds like a lot to me. No way, dude. This um, is gonna be a this 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 game will be in the forties. I'm I could I could go along with that. I hope it's yeah. in the forties. That's what I want. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. Yeah. I think because I'm not as big a football fan as some of the other sports, I'd be good with a shootout. Yeah. You know, I like defense in other in other leagues. Football, though, I mean, I appreciate good defense there too, but it's fun to watch to watch some. So here you are. So you are the fair, not fair weather fan, but the the uh, occasional baseball fan who would much rather see home runs and runs being scored. But no. you're doing it for football. I'm saying oh, you're yes, doing yes, it yes. at football. Right, like right, you're right. the you're the eh, I, I could watch football. Are they going to score? Cuz that's the only thing I really care about. Yeah. No, I mean, no. I, not not completely. I mean, I I appreciate a good defense. Um and look, if it's a low-scoring game, it's not going to be as exciting, but 
I I will appreciate that too if it's if it's truly a good defensive game and not just like poor offensive play. Um, but I I yeah, it's it's probably a little more fun. I, I it would be fun to see Tom Brady throw four touchdowns and uh, all that. If he, I mean, if Gronk's getting three of them, he might throw more than four because he spreads it around. He does spread it around. <laughs> I heard I heard he spreads it around pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Good sandwich maker. Uh, I heard you know he's not much on the mayo. But uh, uh, a little mustard on 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 the sandwich. Pretty mm. sure he doesn't eat bread. I feel like Tom probably Brady not. probably eats like uh, like the just like the the copper wire out of out of like speaker wire and you know just random goofy things because he feels like it will make him invincible. Yeah, I'm sure it does because doesn't um, he have like his own underwear or something? Or no, it's it's not. Uh, it's uh Pajamas. He's got his own pajamas that are supposed to like make you heal overnight. Is that right? Yeah, I'm dead I, serious. I swear to God, if you're listening to this right now, please, please look up and send us the link for for Tom Brady pajamas. Copper tone pajama or no? What's the TB12 man? It's all part of the TB12 deal, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The TB12. It's got the food. It's got the you oh, know the, the 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 PJs. <laughs> you know, it's got the whole deal. I'm gonna look up TB12. Okay. All right. I was thinking it was something like the uh, the one that Copper Fit. Copper, Copper Fit, that, yeah, uh, the Brett Favre. Brett Favre, yeah. and I think Jerry Rice does some of them with them. But uh, They're about the I same age as, as Tom Brady. Yeah. Yep. Tom's up there. He did say, again, like you said, he said he zero chance he retires. Zero he's, chance. He's stuck on that that 45 number. Yeah. He wants to play until he's 45 years old. I, I, TB12 I'm pajamas. Just letting you know, this is a real thing. Under Armour TB12 sleepwear. Wake up refreshed. Under That's all I got to say. Look it up. Look it up. Sleep better. Recover faster. Shop Under Armour TB12 today. Send me your check, please. Are they are they like compression pajamas? I don't know. I didn't look at them. Or are they? Oh. I just reading. I just reading the Google man. Google's tells me every. Google's well, like the, so. So let me ask you. At the you. top it says all. Next to that yeah. it says images. Click that. No, nah, they're like these. They're like these weird jogger. Things that these guys wear nowadays. Okay. Apparently, the cool the thing to do the, bottom. the cool thing to do is to suffocate your ankles now. <laughs> For years and years, I went. I got as far away from tight fitting clothes as I possibly can, mm-hmm. and now I can't find a pair of loose fitting anything when I go to the store. <laughs> I'm gonna tell. This is this is the truth. I can't stand the fact that I can't buy a pair of sweatpants without having them suck my ankles dry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're eating my ankles, and now Tom Brady's making me even more mad, especially because his PJ shorts are above his knees. This is ridiculous. Tom, you're 40 years old. Wear clothes like you're a 40-year-old. That, that's why. That's why they're above his knees, because he's 40. No. Well, when he was, you know, 15, 16, dude, that's what, my, I have a pair of shorts on right now. And they are like six inches below my knees. You, yeah, you've always worn the big shorts. I used to, I used to be the same. I used to wear the bigger clothes too, and I've, I've changed that a little bit as I've gotten older. Um, you know, the form-fitting stuff I feel like looks a little bit better. But some of but, this stuff is the ugliest. I'm with you though. There's some I, I, this, this whole thing that I feel like James Harden made popular a couple years ago that every high school kid. And college kid yanked are their, rolling their up pants. their Dude, shorts. My sister did that. My girlfriends in high school rolled their shorts. Grown men should not be rolling their shorts. If you want to show off your compression shorts, just get a smaller pair of shorts. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not really sure why. Like, I feel like I started hearing people say, oh, well, it's just more comfortable. And it's uh, like I, when I try to, like, handle the ball and stuff, it's easier because it doesn't get caught on your show. Guess what? I never saw anybody – I never saw a basketball get caught on somebody's shorts in a game, like in an actual game. No. It, it, it was it it's was never all happened. because, Man, because I was just James watching, Harden made I, it popular. I just watched a uh, – was it James Harden that did I feel that? like it was. Maybe it, maybe it was somebody else, but I feel like – because he started wearing them in practice. And they, same with same with the reason that, that everybody wears the hood when they're warming up uh. now. Every warm up coat, oh, every warm up jacket God. has a hood on it, and everybody likes Xavier to wear it. Was out the other because day. Carmelo Anthony wore. Had, there was a video of him playing pickup ball three or four summers ago, and he was wearing a hood. It was tied tight, and he was playing in the hood. So everybody, so and then hoodie mellow became popular. Everybody started wearing the hood, and then right after that, James Harden started wearing the tiny shorts. Just because just, to be different, I don't understand and it. Now everybody's doing it, so now it's not different. I don't. It, it doesn't make any sense. See, uh, now, now, Alex Cole, he he's he's the one who sent out the TB12 Under Armour deal to us. We appreciate that. He's saying Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Start. Uh, Jalen. Wow. Jalen Brown is a young fella. Oh, uh, he, he is a young fella, isn't he? Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Well, I don't know if he started it, but he definitely he, does it. He it's another guy that does, does it. it. Uh, you know, there was a guy for Louisville like two years ago, three years ago, and he was like six eleven, seven foot, tall, skinny dude, or maybe it was St. John's. It was St. John's, and he rolled his shorts until you almost couldn't see the SJ on the side. He had rolled them <laughs> so high, like he rolled them past the crotch. Maybe mm. not that far, but okay. he rolled them big time. And when you're that tall, I don't need to see all that thigh, dude. I, we got away from that. We laugh at our elders. We laugh at them for how funny they looked back in the 40s, 50s, 60s with their underwear, tidy whitey shorts on that they had. And now we have learned you don't need to do that. You can be Drew Lavender and have shants on <laughs> and still be able to go between See, your legs and I, the ball never gets stuck. I mean, you'll be all right. I don't I don't necessarily love that either. Uh, Cuz guys were doing that until recently too. Maybe they still are. They had the like the three-quarter like the three-quarter shorts that you know, especially like practice. You know, like NBA guys wore in practice, they wore like the three-quarter LeBron did, everybody did, you know? And it was like and now it's I don't know what it is. It's either that or real. It's either really long or really short. Right. So big, big fan of the show uh, and Kentucky enforcer basketball player Alex Cole uh, is telling he he coaches a. Is he still play for the? No. All right. Well, I apologize. <laughs> Doesn't play for the enforcers. Anyway, I apologize for that. Former. No, no big deal. Former ABA uh, Kentucky enforcer player. Mm-hmm. It coaches some kids, and he's telling us now. On the, on our live uh, Facebook live feed, that uh, they banned the rolling of the shorts last year, and by this year, the refs have just given up on it. Really, that's what he says. Yeah, it's uh, the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Very interesting. I guess it doesn't. I mean, there's. I guess there's no reason to ban it. I I don't. There's no reason that. I guess it doesn't hurt anything, but it's just odd. It's uh, just, it's really only done. I feel like because it's popular. Gotcha. That's what I think. That, which I don't is know. maybe why I mean that's why everything starts though, isn't it? Isn't that why all fashion trends start? Yeah, probably. Look, yeah. I'm I'm there's nothing comfortable to me about that. I can't no, you I, can't tell me that rolling your shorts up and showing your thighs off to the world 
Nothing like a hairy thigh to just make your day feel better. <laughs> make your day feel better. Uh, I, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why people do it, but I, it's. I mean, whatever. If you want to, if you want to wear your shorts real short or real long or whatever, do what you need to do. All right. So anyway. But we just transitioned right into the NBA, didn't we? Beautifully done. So every week on the Nosebleed Sports Podcast, we like to try to do a little thing called the Big Three with the NBA. Uh, so the NBA obviously is the main in-season thick of it deal right now. So you know that's what we're going to talk about the most today. We've already talked plenty about fashion in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll get back to that. So um, I could go on about this forever. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Uh, so, this week, the big three things are going to start off with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, the biggest, the biggest news right now in the league for sure. Um, a couple of days ago, his agent Rich Paul, who also happens to be LeBron James, LeBron agent, James agent, um, he uh, announced Rich Paul went to the team, went to the New Orleans Pelicans, and let them know. Anthony Davis will not be signing a contract extension when his contract is up after the 19-20 season, the 2019-2020 season next year. Um, and, in addition, he would like to be traded. Yes. So so he's fined. He Anthony Davis is fined $50,000, which everybody's making a big joke, like it's no money at all. I, you, we even talked about it the other day. You're like, what's the big deal? Who cares? $50,000 to a $25 million a year guy. I don't care. 50 G's is 50 G's. I don't care if I'm a millionaire, billionaire, whatever. I'm not, not, not going to be happy about giving somebody $50,000. I can buy two cars with that. Yeah, they, they, I, <laughs> new cars I, yeah <laughs> i mean he can only buy half of a, probably a car but <laughs> yeah. still that's half a car he doesn't get to have we buy different cars he and i there's no doubt about it so uh by him coming out and 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 saying all that um apparently it has been apparently uh it was negotiated that agents can't come out and say that however it's okay for a player to recruit during season and any other time they want to help try to recruit players to come to their team but well it's not okay it's it's definitely frowned upon but but everybody does it everybody does it it happened already when because lebron made a comment although i think he made the comment because he was asked about it but you know it, there it's no secret that anthony davis would like to play for the los angeles lakers so ad leaves Okay, the the uh, he's got another year on his contract, mm-hmm. so New Orleans has got time to figure out what they're going to do with him. Uh, one, you can either put him in bubble wrap and not play him at all, and just wait till the end of the year and try to do whatever you can. You're not going to be allowed to do that because uh, you're then the team's going to get fined for not playing and blah 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 because that's a new rule that was negotiated two years ago in the collective bargaining agreement. However, you can make up an injury; doesn't matter. Where if he goes to L.A., they're going to have to give some stuff up for him. Yes, they will. A lot. A lot. They're going to have to give up a lot. They're going to need. You're going to see an Ingram, uh, 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 probably Ingram and a Kuzma and a draft pick or something to that effect. Young guys getting out of there. So, what's your what's your what's your thoughts on on what will happen? What will go down with Mister Anthony Davis? Who honestly, uh, to me. He's my MVP. 
This dude, if he wasn't on New Orleans, I mean, even with New Orleans, he's the only thing keeping them afloat, even close. This dude, his offenses or his efficiency rating, the only people in the last, I can't remember what it was, like 30 years that are higher than him in efficiency rating are LeBron James and Michael Jordan. I I can see that he's Look at the, my stats today, dude. I'm like <laughs> I'm like a stat machine, dude. Man, I lo- I, now I'm saying dude all the time, dude. I feel like I should be saying brah. That's a new thing now. You got yeah, brah came back. Do you know even, that? Don't even get me started. Or bro, is it bro or, or maybe bro came back? It's but both. Bruh. It's ev- it's all, bro it's was big. All variations of that word. Did you just call me a piece of woman's underwear? That's what I always think when somebody called me a bro. What up, bro? Oh, like I'm not a bra. I'm not a bra. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, I'm just gonna start Terrible calling. Joke. I'm Sorry. just gonna start calling. Start <laughs> saying, uh, "What up, Brazier?" I um, like that. <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna start using that. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, such a dead, dead I, thing yeah, to say. That was pretty bad. Um, Man, our jokes are not hitting today. Nope. I nope, hope somebody's nope, nope, nope. laughing out there because God knows I'm not. You <laughs> know who? At be, how bad you, they are. You know who would be laughing? My mom. <laughs> My mom laughs at it. Could, I can she not laughs, even be joking. She laughs at everything. I could not even be joking, and she's laughing. That's why I think I'm so funny. Your mom and my boss makes me feel that way, too. My yeah. boss laughs at everything. I feel like I'm the funniest man alive, <laughs> and I know that I'm nowhere close to that. So anyway, um, <laughs> okay, so Anthony Davis, um, there are a couple things here. February 7th is the NBA trade deadline. He's so not going anywhere before that. M- maybe not, but if – and I, I think the Lakers are in the best position to make an offer to New Orleans to New Orleans by the trade deadline that may, that might make New Orleans sure. react at the trade deadline. I like that, and and I like that because everybody's talking about Boston. They can't make a trade until July. Something about this Kyrie Irving, uh, 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 Derrick Rose rule or something goofy. I don't know that whole deal, but. So they think they can get – a lot of people are saying they can get the most from a team like Boston. However, however, if a team really wants him right now, then they're going to get even more antsy and maybe possibly give away more than they would normally have given mm-hmm. to try to beat that July deadline. So you, you, I can see where you're coming from. If there, there is a chance for him to be traded, I, don't, I still don't know if it will be this year. If I'm if I'm New Orleans and the Lakers offer me Ingram, Kuzma, Ball, and two first round picks, how do I say no to that? Yeah, that's tough to e- say. No even to. I mean, even with all that Boston has, how do I say no to that? I don't know because the and that works both ways because they get rid of they get rid of that much, and now Clay Thompson becomes a free agent, and you pick up Clay Thompson and Kawhi Leonard becomes a free agent and you pick up Kawhi Leonard. Could well, you, you imagine four. this team? Why not? <laughs> I don't think I don't think Why you can ha- I don't think that there's enough money for that. Nobody well they just go over to luxury tax. They just pay it's LA dude. They got all the money in well, the world. They can pay that luxury tax. <laughs> yeah. You can maybe it's a soft cap, man. I don't you, think you need all four of those for you, sure. I no, mean. but why not? You go hey, listen, if the Warriors are gonna come out here with because you remember how the Warriors, this was, we were going to save this. I'll save it. So the Warriors could come out here with their big eight or whatever they got now. Five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah, go after it, dude. Set it up. You could just think about that. Just think about that team. I Rondo, mean, I Rondo it, running the point. 
which kind of sucks. That's that's like the downfall, right? Does that that's pretty much? The, I still the, like Rondo a lot. Actually, I feel I like really I feel like, like him a lot. with that Rajon Rondo be an, will be an all star. With that, he'll average like forty six assists a, ga- a game. <laughs> so Rondo at the point, you got uh, you got Clay at the two, you got Kawhi at the three, LeBron at the four, and AD at the five. That's wow, a, that's an okay team. Wow. That's all right. That's that's. I'm hey, I, but I told you LA was going all the way this year. It's it's happening. It's happening. So all that's going to happen this year? No, 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 no. <laughs> They're not getting Clay and Kawhi till next year. But but LeBron and and AD. I'm liking this. You've talked me into it. You, I thought it was oh. going to start all. Ne- everything was going to be next year. You've talked me into the start coming now. We just got to get LeBron back on the court. Especially before Tuesday when me and you go to Indianapolis. I was just going to say, so so they play again tomorrow night, which is going to be Thursday night against the Clippers. They've already said he is not going to play. He is a full participant in practice now. For like a right? week and a half. He's 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 about ready. They they are not – he's not playing tomorrow night. That's Thursday. Their next game is Saturday night against the Golden State Warriors, the primetime game on ABC. That's going to be the one, right? Mm-hmm. That's got to be the one. Yeah. My fear is either that's the one and then the game and then their next game they is in Indianapolis on Tuesday oh, when you and not. I go. Now, there are two two off days in between there though. So they play Saturday night and then they'll play Tuesday night. So you have Sunday and Monday off. So Plenty maybe time he to plays rest. and he can get the, all the need, treatment he needs. I need I need LeBron. The whole reason that I'm going to this game is to see LeBron James. There's no other reason for me to be in Indianapolis. Yes. Especially if it's going to be as cold as it is today. I don't think it is. But It's not. No, next week's going to be better, yeah. So anyway, um, you know it's like negative 10 in Indy today. Yeah. It was uh, we had a, what a, a high of like five and the wind chill was like negative twenty or something like that. I was driving around the day and uh, it was flipping between from minus two to zero like all day long, mm-hmm. minus two to zero up and down. That's what they said it was going to do. It was going to be it was going to be like zero, negative one, negative two most of the day. And like it started, that it started this morning at like three degrees or something, and then went down. As the day went on, it's nothing like the sun coming out and it getting colder. And it gets colder. Yeah, it's always fun. swipe left, swipe right. You would rather be really, really cold than really, really hot. No, no, no. Swipe left. I'm a hot guy. Always. Have, I've always said this. I've worked outside uh, for years and years, and I've always said I would one. I 100% rather be 100 degrees, 100% humidity, sweating my gonads off. I love it. I'm good with that. I like taking clothes off. I don't like putting clothes on. <laughs> you do like taking clothes off, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Speedo. That's right. Um, okay. All right. So you get – okay. I, I'm I'm actually a little bit more – I think I'm more of a cold than hot guy. Are you? But when it's this cold, I just – I mean, just – Well, this – I mean – Lock me away somewhere. You can't even breathe in this weather. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway – too cold for too cold for school. So uh, that's the super team that's coming on. It's going to be Kyrie. Not oh Kyrie. I forgot about Kyrie. Look, Kyrie. He's already apologized to LeBron. You know he wants to come back with him. Look, it's way easier with LeBron. So we went over the scenario with the Lakers. Now, if they don't trade Anthony Davis at the deadline, now the team with the best with the most assets to be able to trade to New Orleans is going to be the Celtics, and they can trade after July 1st because, like you said, you cannot have – it's a um, 
It's a hold Derek on, Rose rule. You it's wrote it down, didn't you? Derek Rose rule, and it, it's um, so if a play, you can't have two players on a roster on designated player extensions. So that's the Derek Rose rule, and Anthony Davis and and Kyrie are both on. What is a designated player extension? I don't know, <laughs> but it's it's what both of those guys are on, and you can't have more than one on a roster. So my Kyrie, mind is exploding right now. Kyrie's <laughs> Kyrie becomes a free agent at the end of this season, which is why. So then at that point they, they can, can sign, sign him both. back, and but then and they can trade for Anthony Davis. But and they're that's not. Their core. What's going to happen is. They're not going to get him because AD will already be in L.A. And Kyrie's going to say, mm, sorry, not signing here, brother. I'm going to L.A. with Clay and Kawhi. Well, L.A. is not going to sign Kyrie because they already have their point guard of the future in Rajon Rondo. So, anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, That's, he's, he's cut. He just got cut. He got cut today just in case that happens <laughs> next year. Kyrie's going to sign with Cleveland, I feel like, next year. Nope, that's no, not happening. That's definitely not happening. Um, he's going back to Le- LeBron. He realized how stupid he was when he was younger, called him up, apologized to him for, for forcing the hand on the trade, realized it's way easier when you play with the greatest human being in the history of basketball. Or they trade, or the Knicks trade Porzingis for AD, Kevin Durant and, uh, and Kyrie Irving sign with the Knicks after this year. And then the Knicks are the new super team. Ugh. I hope not, because I've I've disliked the Knicks my whole life. But- I, I I you know the Knicks were my favorite team only because Patrick Ewing was on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Patrick Ewing went to like the Jazz, I would have been a Jazz fan. It's just like I'm a LA fan now. I'm a Lake I'm a Lake fan now because LeBron's there. You know what's really interesting to me is Patrick Ewing played in an era. Where there were some like all time great centers. Hakeem Olajuwon, who I think is the greatest all around center of all sure. time. David Robinson. Yeah. Um, you had Patrick Ewing. You had a couple of uh, Shaq. You they played against each other. Like you had all those all those <laughs> unbelievable all time great centers and Patrick Ewing was your favorite. Why do you feel that way? Uh I don't feel that way. I mean I know You just went I by you just went by biggest teeth. I said I want the best flat top of anybody out there. Um, I mean, in, in in of of big guys at the time. Uh, best flat top. Uh, I wanted um, biggest knee pads. Um, <laughs> you I got that, that one. I uh, want and, and I came more some knee pads. Yeah, but they weren't quite. They weren't quite. Uh, they weren't quite Patrick Ewing knee pads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, uh, just all around ugly bike, guy. Bike was, is probably. I was the... a big ugly person when I was growing up. I was tall. <laughs> I was I was tall. I was ugly, and I just wanted to be. Uh, I just. And he was in the. And you know, he he was the man. And and I didn't really like Reggie Miller and the Pacers. So. Mm. And that's the reason I dislike the Knicks so much. Because you loved Reggie Miller. Because I loved Reggie and I loved Michael. And the 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 biggest issues that those two teams had were with the Knicks because the Knicks were like the Detroit Piston bad boys of the 90s, um, or I guess the later 90s, right. mid, mid and later 90s. Um, anyway, late I, 80s. I just thought they were dirty, and I hated John Starks and Charles Oakley and Anthony Mason. And anyway. I liked I liked Oak. I liked Oak. I liked Oakley. I hated Oak. Uh, not Starks fan. I was never a John Starks fan. I don't know how anybody could I be just, a John Starks fan. I just liked Patrick Ewing. Yeah. All right, of all the guys, I mean, I guess maybe like, I didn't like. Patrick maybe it's Ewing, because but. Xavier beat him, uh, you know, to go to their first ever Sweet Sixteen. 
Uh, beat Patrick Ewing in Georgetown, and yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. That's how that's Georgetown who, was like the best team in the Patrick Ewing era I in know. the country, almost. I mean, they got beat by uh, Michael Pete Gillen, uh, baby, in the Twin Towers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Tyrone Hill and Derek Strong. Derek Strong. Um, okay, so that's interesting. So, so you were okay with Patrick if they would? I know for sure if Patrick Ewing and the Hoyas would have beaten. X that year, you would. I would hated him. Patrick. You would hated him. Same as Greg Oden. Well, yeah. same as Mike Conley. I can't stand Mike Conley. I hope Mike Conley gets does not get traded and has to stay on Minnesota's terrible team. Memphis, but yeah, Memphis, Minnesota, whoever <laughs> they all suck. Start um, with an M, you're no good. Yeah. Speaking of the trade deadline, that's that's going to be interesting. There's not a whole There's lot. There's not else a lot. The, basically, really basically, the Memphis Grizzlies have said our entire team. Is up for sale. You yeah. want them? Take them. So, so Mike Conley could make somebody else's team interesting, and so could uh, now, Marcus. What Mike Conley is as average a player as there is out there. That's one hundred percent wrong. He's actually <laughs> 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 no. In my opinion, that's one hundred percent wrong. He is. Um, he's as solid a point guard as anybody. He's a, he's a more he's more of a throwback point guard, but he can score. His scoring is actually underrated, I think. He's not a Russell Westbrook or a Steph Curry. He's not that kind of player, but he's really he's a really good defensive player. He's he's you know, he can, if he wants, he can get he can average 10 assists, I feel like a game. Yeah. He plays in Memphis, so he doesn't, but um he he's an all-star caliber player. If you didn't have the three three of the four best players in the entire world as as point guards in the in the Western Conference, he would be yeah. you know, he I still think he could be a reserve on the all star team, which we are gonna find out actually tomorrow who the reserves are. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So let's move on from A D and go to our number two big two, big three thing, which is uh Mr. James Harden put himself in a class with only Wilt Chamberlain uh, while Chris Paul was out this month. We've seen in our lifetimes, we've seen when we were very young, Michael go on these scoring streaks that were unbelievable, and then Kobe more recently go on go on these streaks and average, you know, 40 for a for a month or whatever. Yeah. James Harden is on as good or better a streak as any of better. those and has yeah, has just about matched Wilt, in some of his great, you know, he averaged 51 here, I think. Yeah. And he, um, and James Harden is like getting into Isn't that. Isn't he at like 44 or something like that? He, there, nobody's ever, nobody's averaged 44 a game for a month since Wilt. Correct. Yeah. It was like 1963 or something like that. Wilt averaged, I want to say it was like 45.8 or something. And so the Houston Rockets are done in January. They've played all of their games for the rest of the month because tomorrow's the last day. Um, James Harden averaged, I think it was, I think it was forty-three point six or something like that for the entire month. He has twenty-four straight games now of thirty or more points. He is on a streak like I like. We haven't seen really. We've never seen anything. I've never personally seen anything like this. This guy, you know what sets this off is there was a point where in a week he had 200 points. In four games. There were four games. Yeah, it was four games, 200 points. Not a single point was assisted on. I, no, nobody threw him the ball for him to score. And here's the thing. That is amazing. <laughs> 
For Clay Thompson to drop 40 or 50 points in a game and only dribble the ball four times, and for James Harden to never have <laughs> any of his points assisted, that's crazy. Both unbelievable shooters, to, so completely to, opposite players. If, if, you're, if you don't understand exactly what I'm saying, James Harden scored 200 points and was never the recipient of another person's assist. Yep. So nobody passed him the ball, and then he made the shot. Well, he had the ball in his hands for a period of time. That's the thing. He'll get. He'll catch a pass that he should just be able to knock down. And but, he'll dribble but and he'll play dri- and yeah. step back. He'll go and back and forth between his legs, and then, yes, two step, step backs step at back some point. And then three side steps, and then another step back, and then let it go yeah. with a guy in his face from – I mean, it's 30 a, feet away. Yeah, you can joke around about his, his, his how many times he walks and things like that, but it, does. it does it doesn't really matter when you're making shots the way that they're making that he's making shots, contested, not contested, uh, off balance, anything, everything about it is amazing. So, uh, James Harden, I don't know exactly if that I don't know how that stat sits with me. I'm trying to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like uh, – so Chris Paul has been out for a month, so that's a big reason why no points were assisted because there's nobody else touching the ball. It's just <laughs> James Harden. In fact, P.J. Tucker last week – did you see the play P.J. Tucker had? Did we talk about this? Mm, I don't think P. so. P.J. Tucker, they throw the ball uh, – The I can't remember they are playing, maybe uh, Minnesota, Timberwolves, somebody like that. Uh, no, it was uh, it was the Bucks because I think Giannis was involved. So Giannis – Drove down the lane, dunked it, and uh, whoever it was grabbed the ball and inbounded it to P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker jumped away from the ball and was like looking at it like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't I, know, I can't touch this. <laughs> and it's because nobody on the Rockets think – they don't think they're allowed to touch the ball. They're not – they're probably not. The beard probably starts talking <laughs> – out of out of the bottom of James Harden's face and tells people don't touch the ball. It's mine. It does look like you can't really see any part of his face, even his lips, because his. I, so me, it, it just does look. It really does look just like his beard is talking. I like like beards. I love beards. I love a good thick beard. Mm-hmm. I, I can't grow a good thick beard. I can grow Looks a like beard. I mean, it's okay, but it's not a good thick beard. Like, you can get a thick beard. James Harden gets a good thick beard. Do me a favor. If you're growing your beard out, trim your mustache hairs to where they're not looking like a walrus is talking to me and like you can you're spitting on your hair cuz your hair hangs down below your bottom lip from your mustache. Just trim that. Just just trim around your mouth so I can see your teeth when you talk to me. I can't stand that. That reminds me of something that I'm going to uh, – it has nothing to do with basketball or anything. But So I went to a, a comedy show this weekend and uh, – this or last weekend, and the comedian, like the headliner, he has a big, full, thick beard like that, like a big beard. Sure. He um, you know, was, he talks for a living, so he was talking, and um, he spit a lot. So he, I, by the way, was in the very front row. Nice. I was touching this, like I was basically sitting on the, like my seat was as close to the stage as this. If I, I could have turned my body Set and your put drink my, on the stage, and this was the stage and I could have sat like this. I love, I love comedy shows. Anyway, I love on. comedy shows too. Anyway, so he was, he spit a lot. So I saw, I was so up close. I saw a, a bead of spit like stop in his beard 
And then I watched it drip down his beard <laughs> and then drip eventually onto his shirt. Uh, I can it see. It took like a couple minutes. It was probably the funniest jokes he had of the day, and it was the only time you did not laugh because <laughs> I can just see you just in just hellbent waiting to see what's going to happen next with the drool coming out of this man's mouth. Uh, I'm with you, though. It was, I, yeah. look, just, just, just trim that little area right there, and when you spit, it'll go out of your mouth, and I get stuck in your, in your walrus tusk hair the, stuff. The one time that I really grew my beard out long, for me, I didn't I didn't trim it at all. I did nothing. Yeah. I let it I let I don't it go. Yep. It was uh like I don't know, two thousand nine, ten, something well, like long that. Time maybe ago. eleven, okay. something, twelve maybe, thirteen, fourteen, that's why fifteen, I, that's sixteen, what... seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. <laughs> um I don't remember when it was. That's but... why I wouldn't remember it because I don't remember what happened yesterday. Oh. Neither do I. Oh, actually, I do remember yesterday. You don't remember this, but you told you told me you were going to give me twenty thousand dollars. So, um, okay. <laughs> Good thing I don't remember. You don't. You don't remember. <laughs> did but I you give did, it to so. you yet? No, you have not given it okay. to me yet. All right. Um, but you said you said like tomorrow on the podcast at the very end of the podcast you're going to give me twenty thousand dollars. So I was like, I, you don't have to do that. And you were like, no, I insist. All right. Anyway, under the mattress. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so James Harden is on this unbelievable tear with a terrible um, beard. With it, with it, with I love his beard. I love his beard too. Just trim around your <laughs> mouth, dude. Sorry, it, it's been back it, to him. It's it's been. I have a much bigger problem with Anthony Davis's eyebrow than I do with James. I have no problem beard. with the eyebrow. What's what's your deal with the eyebrow? Why would you? It looks so horrible. Why would you keep it? Uh, because that's what he's known for. The same reason. I know, but the why? same reason James Harden keeps the keeps a rat nest on his face. <laughs> no, no, they are known for those things. They don't need to be known for those. Neither things. of them do. Look, Anthony. You know what? Never mind. I'm not even going to say that. Um, Nobody shaves their eyebrows. People shave their face every day. No, a ton of people shave. The in between their two eyebrows what? when it connects. You're crazy. Tons of people do. I do all the time. Are, Are you, you for real? Of course. I I guarantee you, tons of people. If you are watching this live, let us know if you ever throw a little, just just a little uh, razor wide little stroke right so down is the that, middle. That that yeah, that's about that's about a razor. It's about a razor. Blade, isn't it's it? about yeah. a razor. And I've got pretty big bushy eyebrows. Sometimes they get big. Yeah, really. You got really long eyelashes too. <laughs> I do. I do have that. Yes, You're really beautiful. I do, okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> they're long. You're blushing. Getting a little warm they, over there. <laughs> they are. They're a little long. Um, but <laughs> no, I don't understand the eyebrow. But look, it's fine. It's fine. You want to wear your shorts real tiny? You want to have a unibrow? You want to have a big beard? Do whatever you want. Those guys don't need to because they're they're the best. They're two of the five best players in the whole world. So you don't, you don't need to do anything to get to gain any kind of attention or to. You just don't need that. So You're to, just that great. To add to this, just completely separate. Michael Strahan, the gap, right? You know the gap in his tooth. Yeah. You know when Michael Strahan goes out. Like if he goes to dinner with his wife or whatever, he has a cap that he puts in there, uh, and and it it takes away from that gap. But he doesn't wear it whenever he's going to be on TV or anything like that because that's what he's known for. He's also known for being a great player. It doesn't like, matter. 
It doesn't matter. He take he he shows the gap. He obviously doesn't like it because he covers it up when he's out in public. But my man, when he's on TV and everything else, boom, gap out there. Let's see it because everybody knows Michael Strahan's gap. Everybody knows AD's got uh, one eyebrow. <laughs> it is what it is. Everybody knows. I don't even think that it's really a unibrow. I think he, um, I think he uses a little just for men right there, right in the, in the middle. middle. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You think he colors it too? I mean, it, no, I don't think that. Hmm. No, I think that's his natural hair color. Okay. Is it blonde? No, it's 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 black. It's dark. Dark, dark like brown, a dark brown. Black, yeah. Like that. Then he doesn't color it. Like the Walt Frazier just for men. <laughs> Is it just for men? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Um. Okay, James <laughs> Harden. Colors. James Harden is on. You asked, you asked if he colored his eyes, his unibrow. Well, if he uses. So I was thinking. What are you thinking? Ro- like, just for men. Is it color or is it like rejuvenation? Did I say just for men? Yeah. All right. Then I know why. Okay. Now so I like, know. He now uses I know. So like Rogaine. So what you were doing was making fun of me because I no, meant to say I'm something not, like Rogaine. No, no, no. Or hair plugs. I didn't even think about. Like I thought that. just for men is just. Putting hair onto his face. I thought when face. you were asking me if he colored it, if you were asking me if I thought he colored it, and I'm like, no, of course not. <laughs> not realizing you're saying, oh, just for men, so you think he colors it? Oh. No, I was thinking that just for men is like a Rogaine product that that puts hair onto your head or face or whatever. Now I'm, and now then I'm I was asking separately if if you think he colors it. Since he adds hair on, does he color that hair as well? I don't know. I have no idea. All right, Anthony Davis, I'm done talking about that. So am I. Uh, James Harden is the hottest individual <laughs> player on uh, in the NBA right now, but the hottest team right now is the team that you think of as the hottest team normally, the Golden State Warriors. But it wasn't that way to begin the season. The Golden State Warriors were losing at a higher rate than they have for the last five years. Um but they've won their last eleven. They're 11. on a on a on a very good uh, roll right now. So what would you what would you attest that uh, eleven straight victories to? Because I'll tell you what I do. This team, I'm just going to tell you, even though I asked you a question, I'm not going to let you answer it like I usually do. <laughs> this team has become. This team was in a lull. This team was being told. You hear talks of this isn't the same team. They're not as good. They're getting tired of of winning or whatever. You got, uh, you got KD and and Ding Dong Green getting in fights in the middle of games. And Boogie Cousins comes in. Now all of a sudden, the Warriors have been rejuvenated. This is the scariest thing that could have happened. Like, I was all about the Lake Show, and I was like, this is the year. I'm gonna, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. LeBron's going to do it again because of the craziness going on in, in, in Oaktown. And now, and now, Boogie Cousins comes in and crushes my dreams. So you mentioned that we talked a little bit about this yesterday, and you uh, mentioned that Boogie Cousins is – probably the the biggest reason you know because it, it kind of me to kind of coincides with about when he came not, back yeah and i thought you know i'm sure it i'm sure that helps because he was you know before he got injured before he tore his achilles it was um he was one of the best centers maybe the best center in the nba yes um i i kind of felt like i'm sure it didn't hurt but i think it was maybe 
a lot of a coincidence um, that they started playing well at the same time that he came back. Um, and then today, Steve Kerr said, "This, this is a lot of this has to do with Boogie." And, and and not because I didn't even hear that. That was just me being yeah, being a genius, he, right? Steve Kerr supported your statement, yes, from yesterday. Um, so, and it's not even because Boogie has come back. You, you mentioned uh, Ding Dong Green, Rum Dum Cousins has come <laughs> back, and he has. Um, it's not like he set the world on fire, and and he's not score. He's not giving you thirty does, and fifteen. He doesn't need but, to. But yeah, right. Steve Kerr was saying. It's it's just about, and I think Steph Curry made a similar uh, comment that it's about new life kind of being right. breathed into this team. Like it's it's a it's a new it's a new fresh. It's more of like a fresh feeling. Something a little different. Just yeah. something a little different. Yeah, and and it's and that's uh, a lot. That's pretty easy to do when you have such a good player. Now I don't think he's back to his regular boogie cousins from the last five years or whatever. Sure. Um, Yet and he's, he's he won't take be some time. he'll never get to be that on this team either because the ball is not going to go through him first and foremost it's never going to happen however you're seeing him shoot a little bit more mm-hmm. you're seeing him uh, he, he 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 can run up and down the court um, with him he he is he's he's he is having fun and when Boogie Cousins is having fun. You're gonna have that. That's a that's that's gonna be a damn good basketball player. Because when he's not having fun, it's a pretty crappy place to be. I'm from what I understand. When he's having fun, that whole team's having fun. All of a sudden, this is this team has turned it around and they are on fire, on yeah. fire. I don't know that we've ever seen him happy in a situation. He he's always he's pretty happy in Kentucky. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's rookie. He's rookie year he's in the happy NBA. W- he's happy when he wins. <laughs> yeah. He's unhappy when he loses, and yeah. he hasn't been on a winning team since he's been in the NBA. Really, since he played for Kentucky. Right. So, um, it, you know, I I gotta imagine anybody would be happy playing with that Warriors team. Of I mean, course. You have, you know, two Hall of Famers and four All Stars besides yourself. You know, um, that's the crazy part. You talk about a super team. I mean, this team, if you would have told me two years ago that the Warriors would be Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, uh, Kevin Durant, and Boogie Cousins, I'd have been like, good night. You just got another one of the top five players in the NBA on your team, and then all of a sudden everybody forgot about everybody forgot about DeMarcus Cousins. It was like they, he got injured, and everybody forgot about him, and he comes in, Oh yeah, that's right. This dude's one of the top ten talents in the NBA right now. Yeah, and I mean, and it, he's playing with two of the two other top ten talents in the NBA. When he's fully, when he actually gets fully healthy and back and shooting the, you know, he's he's shooting the ball. He's shooting more three pointers, of course, on this team, and which I think he enjoys um, and running up and down the floor. He's doing those things right now, and I think as he keeps playing and getting more, you know, getting back in better shape and and making, you know, and feeling more com- more and more comfortable with his Achilles and everything, I think that did my phone die. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Maybe not. I, I I think I think that. Oh, we're good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think um, it's going to get even better for him, and, and so. You know, I, without Demarcus Cousins, I still felt like this was this team was the favorite to win it for sure. If he plays well and they they mesh, they gel well together. 
for the rest of this season, it's going to be. I, I mean, I don't even see a team giving. It's them impossible that with a with series at no, all. With Demarcus Cousins on this team, it's over. This is, I, I for for the whole year I have been against it, and I've been saying the Lakers and you know whatever. I mean, part of that's it a was joke. Mostly joke, yeah. Part of it's a joke, but it, the the point of it was this. They can be beat. Is they, there's a team out there? I mean, um, they were the Rockets were thirty missed three pointers away from from, and I say that jokingly. I mean, they were one game away uh, from beating from being in the the finals last year. But this Warriors team with Boogie Cousins out there is unstoppable to me. It is. Who was there? I mean, before that, Zaza. Uh, uh, Pachulia, Palinka or whatever, Pachulia. I mean, that was their big guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. You put a big guy with what they have out there now, and a big guy that can shoot, and is one of the most talented back to the back, back to the basket players in the NBA. I, this you can't beat this team. They are an all star team on the court. They're an all star team on the court. Yes, they are. And if DeMarcus Cousins, now if DeMarcus Cousins didn't get hurt, he wouldn't be on the Warriors right now. He only right. signed because he signed the one year like minimum deal or whatever because he wasn't getting any looks from anybody else because he was, he was fresh off an Achilles injury, which is a major, yeah. major injury. Steph called him up, said, "Look, bro, you want to win a championship? <laughs> Come on, let's have some fun." Well, he 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 went to his agent, I think, and said, "How about we call the Warriors yep. up?" And they called That's exactly. them. That's right. And they're like, "Oh, oh, I guess we could make that work, couldn't we?" <laughs> um, so, you know, even knowing that they were going to be missing him for half the year. Could you imagine that call? Like, you feel pretty good as Warriors front office, right? Like, I've done pretty good with this team. Like, look at this. This I put together a damn good team. And then all of a sudden, DeMarcus Cousins' agent calls and goes, hey, uh, nobody's looking at DeMarcus in the free agency. I know you guys can't afford uh, another max deal. Uh, how about he, he's willing to take the veteran minimum – I, that's this is what would happen on the other end. Like I'd be looking around, somebody playing a prank on me. <laughs> yeah, is this for real? Uh, yes. Okay, I, you you put the terms in there and just write veteran minimum under salary. I'll sign that thing right now. <laughs> Come on, that's crazy. That's what I'm trying. That's, it's just insane. It shouldn't be allowed. Well, what, flipping what, plans around when here. he's back. When he's back. I, by the way, I put my pen down so I would stop playing with my my cap, but um, <laughs> cap twisters. Yeah, um, you, you know he he's not because by the end of the year he's going to be healthy. He's going to be back to to you know being an elite player, and he's not going to he's not going to be able to re-sign with the Warriors as long as unless KD leaves and Clay leaves or something like that. Then maybe they can re-sign him, um, but. That's probably not going to happen. He and he's going to have his choice wherever he wants to go or whatever after this season. Um, but anyway, but right now he is with this. He is with this Warriors team. They're even better right now because they have this this new fresh feeling, um, and they're engaged. They're focused again because of this. Yes, and that's the big thing. That's what's really making it. That's what's really making them better now because you you started it out that way. They were just kind of they were in a lull. They were like, okay. We can beat anybody anytime we want, and it's boring. Yeah, you know, and, and so they were bored with it, and, yeah. and they were not playing as well as they could because they just weren't engaged. They weren't as focused on the little things you have to be every single night to win every night. Now they are because they've got this new exciting thing. Yes, and he's exciting, all right. So there you go. That's the big three in the NBA. 
That's that's three things. That's three things. Big three in the NBA. It's been a lot of fun uh, doing the big. I kind of like the big three. Uh, so if you're if you're listening to this and you're on YouTube or SoundCloud or Castbox or Apple Podcast, iTunes, whatever, shoot a little comment in there. Let me know what you think about the big three series on the nosebleeds because uh, it's something we like to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, there you go. So let's move on. We we we're we're a little over an hour now. We'll we'll just take a couple minutes, but I do want to talk about. Uh, we're from Cincinnati. We are based in Cincinnati. We're huge Reds fans. Um, JT Realmuto is becoming fastly becoming the next big free agent signing. He's probably the best offensive catcher in baseball right now. He uh, is a free agent. Uh, yet Bryce Harper and Manny Machado are. It seems like they're just going to wait till spring training before they sign a deal at this moment in time, uh, which means a ton of other free agents aren't doing anything until those guys sign. So here we are. Real Muto is the one that everybody's talking about, and the Reds are in on this conversation. The Reds have a starting catcher who was a gold glover a couple years ago um, in Tucker Barnhart. Tell me what you think about this Real Muto deal. It's so it's good. It, it is going to be a trade, and they're talking about they're talking about Tucker. Oh, I thought he was a free agent. So he, my bad. No, no. He I think he's only under contract for like one more year or something like that. But, um, but they're talking about trading Tucker Barnhart, like you said, their catcher right now, and um, and that's the only reason a deal hasn't been done because suddenly, like yesterday, we found out that the Reds are like closing in on kind of on a deal yeah. with the Marlins for for Real Muto. Um, it's so it's Tucker Barnhart, and that's where they're they're apart. Is the Marlins are asking for some of their top prospects, some of the Reds' top prospects, and the Reds have several that they they have they have several deal. that that are considered to be going to be stars. And mm-hmm. I mean they have they have several top fifty prospects. Yeah, I think they were like four of the top fifty. Yeah. in in Major League Baseball are, are Reds prospects. So that's where the that's where they haven't gotten together yet. Now, we heard, I think it was today, that Jonathan India, who was the Reds' first-round pick last year, fifth overall pick last year, um, they they specifically mentioned him. You know, I, I guess the Reds don't want to don't want to trade Nick Senzel, their their number one pick. You their you number can't one, their uh, number one prospect, prospect. You, at this moment in time. I don't think you can trade Nick Senzel because they're trying to put him in the outfield right now and, and getting him fly balls because he was an infielder, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. he another third, shortstop, third baseman, yeah. third baseman? So they're trying to get him some play in center field. And if you're ever gonna look, this is gonna be the year. If the kid is a star, throw him out there. We don't have a center fielder. Th- this kid needs to be on the Reds roster starting. Uh, and depending on how he hits, I mean, it could happen. He's going to get a lot of time in the outfield in spring training, and I'm ready to see. I mean, that's what they did with Billy Hamilton. Let it let it happen. We don't have a center fielder on this team right now. We got five outfielders, and no, none of them can play center. Technically, it's pre. Yeah, it's probably going to be Puig to start, but um, but I'm a little different on this. I think I I I'm I'm completely willing to trade Nick Senzel and a couple other a couple other pretty high prospects. I'm not giving you for Senzel, Real Muto? No. For okay. for Corey Kluber. Which, sure. Which I was That's a different really, story. Really really because that's, that's where that's what we need. We have an offense already. Are we have one of the top 10 offenses in all of baseball. Uh, so yeah, we right now we need to stop we need to stop teams from putting runs on the board. Right. And and, and the Reds made three nice 
nice moves so far uh, for pitchers who are better than what they had before. Kind of middle of the road pitchers, <laughs> um, you know, in Roark Wood and uh, and Sunny, Sunny Gray. Gray. So those are nice additions. There's still no number one clear cut number one ace. The Indians are shopping Corey Kluber. Maybe the you know definitely one of the best two or three pitchers in the American League, um, and the Reds have the pieces I think, I believe to get Corey Kluber from them, but they're not willing to trade those guys. And I would much rather kind of give up the farm for Kluber, even though you're not. I mean, I don't want to give up everybody because you're probably only going to have Kluber for you know until he's until his contract comes up again, right? And then which I think maybe next year. Um, Look, this is a they've made the they're they're making it seem the Reds are making it seem like this is kind of a one year this is kind of a one year get because they've they've signed they've traded and made moves for a lot of guys who only have a year left on their contract. Yeah. Uh minus actually, you know, signing Sonny Gray to an extension. Everybody else has got a year left on the contract. Yeah. So this is definitely feels like the Reds are trying to it's almost like they're trying to rebuild and be competitive. At the same time, because they're they're trying to keep their their core best prospects and and still build a team, and yet make minor moves for a little bit better than average players to try to make some kind of push because they can't have another year with the attendance that they had last year. They're 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 not making any money, and and they're gonna have to they have to put seats. In the butts, butts in the seats, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, they got to put seats in the butts. And um, <laughs> can I tell you, I, don't try it. No, no, don't, no, don't try anything. Just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of that, I I re-upped for my uh, my flex package. I got Did the you? twenty. I got the yeah. twenty voucher package. Those just came yesterday. Nice. I got all excited. Um, you know, I've been excited about the moves that they've made, but I'm I'm not I'm not good with this real Mewtwo trade. If no. they if they make it happen, because I'll tell you what, I love Tucker Barnhart, and it's not about you have to make moves with your head, not your heart. So I I, I totally get that. Um, but he is he's a little bit better defensively than Real Muto. Real Muto is probably a decent amount better offensively, quite a bit than than Barnhart. Quite a bit. But Barnhart is, and I'll tell you what, I thought there was a bigger gap defensively, to be honest with you, until I really sat down and looked at the numbers. Especially last year, because Tucker Barnhart's defensive numbers went down tremendously last year compared to two years ago when he won the when he won right. the Gold Glove. Well, because he was the best defensive catcher in the National League, sure, by far. Um, so of course they're probably not going to stay; they're going to go down. But um, but yeah, he it, it he is still though. Um, full body of and they're about the same age um you know so their careers so far you can compare pretty closely and it's you know it is what it is it's it's barnhart's a little better defensively um real muto is better offensively but for me i i want to i want to hold on to the guy i know what i have with barnhart he's not miserable offensively I don't think, you know, especially because you don't have to rely on him. You have, you know, your whole entire infield. Well, that's that's my all-star that, level offense. Right. That's my whole thing with the deal is is at this point in time, uh, are you willing to tr- – are you willing to give up 
stars, future what what are considered to be future stars in this league for an offensive catcher. When was when was the last time? When was the last time the Reds had a catcher that you were like, "That's why I want to go to the game." Oh, nineteen eighty three when Johnny no, Bench retired. No, I do, I do all the time. Like catcher is my favorite position on the field, so yeah, I love and I love Tucker Barnhart and I loved uh, Ryan Hannigan. And well, what I'm some- saying is, you didn't go to a Reds game to see Ryan Hannigan. You didn't go to a Reds game to no. see Joe Oliver. You didn't go to a Reds oh, game. Definitely Joe Oliver. I, I mean, you can love those guys. <laughs> like people, people go to games to see speed and flash and and offense and you know it, not, not not who I go, can frame the best pitch i go to see Corey kluber i go to see Corey kluber throw go. to tucker barnhart and get people out and go. and the reds can win three to one or whatever every game and i'm totally good with that because those games take two hours and a 10 to 6 game takes three hours and i'm trying to do other stuff and and watch baseball at the same time yeah so <laughs> um no but I'm I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not going to the park to see JT Real Muto either. That's what I'm I, saying. I mean, I, That's what I'm saying. I don't. This isn't a trade I want to make, and it's not because I don't. If they make it, am I going to be upset? Probably not. No. It's not a bad. I'm not going to be upset. No. But it's not a trade that I'm I'm focusing on right now. I feel like I don't want the Reds to get trade happy and get and get you know a little too much into this. But uh, it's it's not a move that needs to be made. It's not a move that's going to tremendously upgrade your team. Like actually having starting pitching upgrades your team tremendously. Right. This isn't going to do that. So, I, like I said, if it happens, am I upset? No. I mean, he's an unbelievable uh, 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 baseball player. So, yes, I, I will take another offensive player who's a good defensive catcher. I will take that. He's going to play 120 games. Um, or whatever, one twenty five, one thirty, maybe. Like every catcher does. Like now. every catcher. Yeah. And 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 you know, put up good numbers. And especially in like you hear all the time, in the boom box that is Great American Ballpark. So bring it on. I love it if it comes. If it doesn't, I'm it's I'm I'm a, probably a little more happy if it doesn't happen because I need the focus right now to be on that big free agent once these two once Machado and Harper sign and go wherever they go. Now it's time to start looking at the big free agent or looking at the the big shock trade of a Kluber or somebody like that. Yep. That's what I would rather them be focused on right now. If you're going to try to go all in this, not all in, but if you're going to try to make this a year where you make moves and you do something, Darius Rucker said the Reds are going to win I the World that. Series, brother. I mean, how can you how can you say no? To a Grammy-winning artist. Yeah, but he thinks the Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl. Every no, year, the so. Dolphins make him cry. I know, because he loves them. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he thinks they're going to win the Super he Bowl. He thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl, and they're terrible, so that makes him cry. Um, well, that's probably why I, I don't, cry over the Bengals. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let uh, let him cry. Let her cry. Um let her be. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What other Darius Rucker hoodie in the blue? Hold my hand. You know, hey, hold my hand. Hold his hand when yeah. he's crying. Yeah. You know, hold yeah. his hand when he's crying about the Dolphins. Um, man, really, the jokes are really seriously it's bad. Bad today. Really we're bad not, today. Neither of us. I mean, we're passing yeah. them back and forth, and right. neither is – we're both right. really struggling. Exceptionally bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, where were we? Yes, that's – so bottom line – if you're going to give up those, you know, top four prospects, 
I don't want it to be for another catcher. You're already pretty good there. I want it to be for a Corey Kluber. Or hold on to those guys and sign a Dallas Keuchel. Or, you know, whatever you want to do, but improve your pitching number one. Or if you want to go get, if you want to try to go get a center fielder, there are a couple guys maybe out there that could probably be decent center fielders. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't maybe know. There's, some guy, there's, there's a few I mean. guys out there at this point in time. We have so many outfielders. Use guys that we have here. Make it work. Find out a way to make it work. We have way too many. We have way too many outfielders. Although, honestly, with the the Matt Kemp and and Yeziel Puig, like I said when they first made the deal, I see Matt Kemp not even on this team in spring training. Yes. I said it when they made the when they made the move. I see Matt Kemp as a the, as great trade bait. I can I can give the the Cleveland Indians are looking for outfielders by the way. I can give you Matt Kemp for the next year and then I can give you Taylor Trammell who is the Reds number 2 I think prospect overall. Yep. He's an outfielder. I can give you those two guys. I'll give and you I, Puig in that guy. I, I can give. I can give you. I can give you Kemp and Trammell. I can give you Puig and Trammell, and maybe another one of the top Shebler, guys who too. You, I'll give you one of any of my top five outfielders right I, now. And I'll give you Nick Senzel. Quite honestly, I'll give you Senzel. I'll give you Senzel and Kemp, and maybe a, a little bit further down guy or something like that, a prospect, or maybe a Shebler or something like that. For Corey Kluber, I'd do that in a heartbeat. At this moment in time, if you're doing that and you're getting rid of Senzel and you're bringing in Kluber, then this is your all-in moment. And and Kluber may not re-sign with you, and I understand that. But now this you is your have, all-in moment, then. Sure, but you're not draining the. If you get rid of Senzel, no, you're not draining your 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 farm system. But but you are giving away your number one. Maybe he pans out. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe the number two or three or four or ten or twenty guy ends up being better than Nick Senzel. We don't know because we have not seen any of those guys play Major League Baseball yet yeah. for a consistent period of time. Well, there you go. All right. So that's how you feel. That's, that's how, how I, feel. I feel. That's how we feel here on the nosebleeds. Uh, so it's you know it's been one of those days. It's been one of those days. Jokes aren't hitting. Uh, I blame the cold. I blame the cold. I blame weather. the cold. It's cold down here in the basement, in the studio, in the studio. Sorry, not in the, the basement. In the rum dump studio. <laughs> Coming I, to you, you live from the rum dump. Wow. I think we just found it. I That was suggested by a listener of ours. Was it? Stephen Shaver. Text me. A couple weeks ago, really? after you said that, yeah. and I got the biggest kick out of rum dum that I had never heard before, and apparently it's been a, it's an old time saying that you knew about, I didn't know about. Heck yeah, man. And uh, and it made me laugh hysterically yeah. for some reason, and uh, especially because you paired it with ding dong and hoo ha as well. <laughs> hey. um, so those three guys together. As a matter of fact, quick, quick, really stupid story. Um, so I forget what brand it is, but like on computer monitors and whatever brand makes like computer equipment, I have a computer monitor at work and it has like three little birds and they're like little colorful birds Yeah, sure. and there are three birds together. The other day at work, I'm sitting there working and I, I glance over at those birds and I think... Those names are Ding Dong, Hoo Ha, and <laughs> Rum Dum, <laughs> and I laughed so hard by myself. No one else, I had to hide it because oh, no one else said anything. <laughs> so why is this guy laughing really hard? Um, anyway, that, I wish I was there for that. 
That would have been good. Um, All right, so I like that. Coming, we're we're live here from the from the Rum Dum, and uh, I'm digging that. That's for now on. That's going out. All right, shout out to Stephen Shaver. Thank you so much, brother. All right, broadcast is interrupted, so I believe we've ended on Facebook Live. Uh, Like you know, hour and twenty minutes, man. That's what we get. That's what we get on 100% Adam's phone. Uh, Hour and twenty minutes. So uh, anyway, if you're listening on Facebook Live, you're not listening anymore. But uh, we appreciate you listening and watching. We're here every Wednesday, 1030-ish, usually pretty close to right at 1030. Um, You can catch us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, YouTube, CastBox. Listen, hit the subscribe button, uh, the little little bell. It'll let you know every time we throw one of these on. Usually we're back up on all your favorite platforms Thursday morning. YouTube's a little later, like Thursday afternoon. But uh, yeah, let us know what you think, uh, and uh, and we'll 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 try to get back at you. We will. All right, man. So uh, anything else you got before we 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 sign off on this lovely day? You swipe know, left, swipe right. I have a, I have a swipe left, swipe right. right let's I don't do know it. if you want yeah, to get into I'm it. I'm in not. it. Let's do it, man. Schools closing for the cold weather. Oh, I swipe left to that. I think that's ridiculously the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. However, however, having a child whose face gets chapped to no end, poor kid, <laughs> and he walks home, I'm like, yep, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Okay. It's all about the buses, man. They can't get yeah. the buses started. You ain't, getting, you ain't getting to school. Although, for some reason, the buses always started when we were little. So, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know it was about the buses starting. I just figured it was kids waiting for the bus oh, outside. That's probably what it is. I don't. I you know, don't know. Kids but. were. You know, kids were grown men back then. You know, you wait, you <laughs> kids go, were grown men. <laughs> <laughs> you could wait. You could wait on a bus back in the day, man. In the cold, you're grown. You're grown. We you're were grown we, folk. We just wore a lot of stuff. We wore coats and hats yeah. and scarves and whatever. Gloves I never and, wore a scarf. No, actually, neither. You did will I. never I see a, ever see a picture of me with a scarf on. No, I. I, I can guarantee that i never wore scarves either but we wore hats the winter hats and yeah. gloves and and coats and stuff yeah ski masks whatever you yeah. needed dude yeah i don't know it, it's it's, it's strange to me i know you know I, I hear constantly all the time people like us our age and older say this is ridiculous i can't believe they're off school and i feel that way but i don't know i i just it seems so strange to me it does and like it, even if it's like even if it's like uh like tomorrow, it's supposed to be – today it was like 4 or 5 degrees. Tomorrow it's supposed to be like 17 or 18 or something, so it's going up, heat wave. But um, Look schools out. are still off tomorrow. Yeah. Like there are schools that well, are still it's gonna off be, tomorrow. Well, it's going to be – it's because in the morning it's still going to be, be low single digits, yeah. five, 4, 5, 6 degrees. Mm-hmm. I get it, but, I mean, man, it's, still, it's just so strange. And then even if you get a light dusting, and even if it's 35 degrees and, and you got a light dusting two overnight, hour delay. it's a two-hour delay. Off the bat. Right Man. off the rip, and they call it, dude. You get that two-hour delay before the snow even hits. Yeah, it'll be like, be like five o'clock in the afternoon, day before. It's probably gonna snow tomorrow. Two-hour delay. We're doing it. Two-hour yep. delay. Two-hour delay. Guy walked into a meeting this afternoon at work, and he's like, uh, he's like, oh, sorry, I was just, uh, just got the phone call that school's off tomorrow again. And then this other guy's like, oh yeah, I'm waiting for the call too. Like. Really? Yeah. Tomorrow, it's yep. not gonna rain or snow or anything like that. It's just gonna be cold. Yeah. And everybody's off. The yeah, it's a it's a different world, man. It's a bunch of millennials out there making the rules. <laughs> a bunch of pansies. A bunch of little kids. <laughs> little little children. 
children. <laughs> children who are grown men, by the way. No, these we're, children we're are grown, grown men. We, yeah. we are children. We were yeah. children. When we were children, we were grown men. Yeah, these children are children. These children we, are children. We were, we were grown men when we, we were, were grown children. men when we were children. Get it right. Get it wrong. Get it whatever you want. What else you got? You got another swipe left, swipe right? Um, no, I think I think because that was our best joke of the night. I agree. I think we end, we on, end that. on that. All right. So uh, for Adam Schmidt, I am Chris Witt. We really appreciate you guys listening, and don't forget to turn your headlights on. <laughs>